Hey guys, welcome to the Messiest Fuck Podcast. This is Nicole. And this is Yaya. And it's Juneteenth. It's Juneteenth. What a great day to do our podcast. I love it. It is a great day. Um, I never participated in the festivities at MLK. I don't think they had it this year. Wasn't it like virtual? Yeah, I think it was supposed to be virtual, which is so, you know, it's not the same. (laughs) No, nothing is the same virtual, but I mean, it's a great day to celebrate, right? Everybody's, well, you know, here's the thing. Everybody's making a really, really big deal about it now, right? Because now everything that's going on in the world and everybody's just like, let me hop on it. And, uh, you know, Sean and I talked about this the other day, like, is stuff like that becoming trendy? Right. Do you know what I mean? Like, is it the new yeah. thing to be Is it the inclusive? cool thing to do? Exactly. Instead of it just being the right thing to do or, you know, recognizing, hey, this should have been done a long time ago. Is it now just like for clout? You know you what know, I mean? I, I hate to say it, but I really do think that it is kind of turning into that. I've seen, you know, some of my, you know, quote unquote Facebook friends and family members that are not exactly of the African-American <laughs> race, like mm-hmm. just kind of doing the most. Yes, exactly. So, so I don't know. I hope it doesn't just become this little trend that's going to just die out once people are sick of, you know, wearing a shirt or making a sign. Exactly. Yeah, I know. We'll see. But the good news is that Father's Day is coming up. It is Father's Day. On Sunday. So. Yeah. We, um, you know, I, I'm not doing anything um, to celebrate Father's Day except for sending my dad a text message. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I was going to ask you, are you taking any chances and going to any gatherings or are you no, keeping it cool? I'm, I'm staying home. I might have like a little, you know, dinner or, you know, a quick little indoor cookout um, just with my immediate family, but nothing huge or anything like that. So we're just keeping it casual, um, you know doing it that way what about you um no I am not gonna do anything major my family is actually having a gathering like full-out catered meal and yeah they're I guess they're tired of the you know they're tired of quarantining so they're actually taking the chance but I am not gonna do it I'm gonna stop by my dad's house and I'm gonna do you know something for my boyfriend and that's really it okay just keep it low key. Make sure so. your make sure your um dad has twenty five and under the people. <laughs> no, they're talking. Yeah, the new number isn't it like twenty five per gathering now? It went from ten to twenty five. It did, and I think they're gonna have more than twenty five. That's why oh, I'm not going. Shoot. Yeah. yeah or they might be right at twenty five. I don't know. Well, good luck. Thanks. <laughs> I'm stay- I'm steering clear of that. <laughs> I hope everybody's wearing masks. Um. Yeah, you know the AMC, they're reopening in July. Yes, and did I you heard see that. how they said that they're they're like, oh, okay, no, you know, at first we're not, you don't have to wear any masks. It's fine, just enjoy it. And then like they got a lot of backlash. Yeah, and now they just like 
completely switched up and they were like everybody has to wear a mask and i'm like oh they've changed they changed it already they have oh that's so funny what are you gonna do in the theater when you're socially you're just gonna pull your mask down and eat your popcorn like what the hell what is that about yeah, I don't know how so they're. Weird. I don't know how they're going to regulate that. They might be able to make sure everybody walking in the door has a right. mask on, but once the movie starts, what are you going to really do? Exactly. How are you so, going to enforce that? I don't know. Yeah, that's going to be tough. I, I don't think I'm going to go to the movies either, uh, to be honest. And I, it's my fa- It's one of my favorite things to do too. Mine too, but not at first. Like I see all these lines at these retail stores. It's going to be the same exact way. Oh, like, same no, thank way. You. Yeah. But yeah, we'll I'll wait it out. I'll wait it out. I know it's it's hasn't been easy, but I'm just like, why rush to do anything this year? I'd rather just wait it out. Exactly, I agree. I agree. Play it safe. Play um, it safe. Somebody who didn't play it safe. Oh no! No, listen. I, no, it's Damn. not. A, it's not a no. No, it's not a no. No on this one. Actually, I just have to say, Tayana Taylor has put out an album it's actually called album and she dropped it today and it is absolutely amazing i mean i can't i'm like raving about it it's i believe it's 24 tracks oh wow Um, that's yeah like she put her heart and soul into this shit and it's amazing i'm gonna play one of the tracks right now it's called wake up love okay one thing's for certain like the like every track maybe like one or two not so much but every other track is amazing she's got like um erica badu features rick ross i mean literally the list goes on yeah so it's really really good and she's pregnant right yeah she's pregnant good so that with so they have one other child right this is their second yeah, mm-hmm. so good. So she's really doing her thing. An album and babe, that's that's not easy. No, it's not. And it, it, one thing I think she was talking about is like the creativity behind it is that it's not like a full on twenty four love story track. Like it's not about the gushy stuff. It's about the whole like realm of what you get with love, and it's the good and the bad. So okay. it's really cool. I don't know. I think people should give it a listen. Um, I'm gonna give it a listen for sure. I think. Um... I think she's really good. So yeah. good for her and good for yeah. her for expanding her family. I know. They're adorable. Um, listen, um, somebody that I used to really like on Black Ink, Charmaine Walker. Yes. she. So if anybody knows Charmaine, she's like a really, really bubbly personality. She's loud yes. as shit. She's ratchet. She's always in the camera. <laughs> like she loves all the attention that she can get. So she just recently got married or engaged. I'm not exactly sure um, to um, Neek. And okay. um, they had a baby. 
and the baby's really, really adorable. Her name is Nola, and she has like her own IG page, and it's it's just so cute. Well, the other day, Charmaine decides to do a TikTok challenge, and it was a it's called the Water Challenge. And the challenge involves parents splashing water from water bottles onto, you know, unsuspecting kids, I guess you could say, like to surprise them, right? Right. So she puts out this video with her three-month-old daughter, Nola, while she's sitting down with the baby in her arms and she's throwing water on her baby's face, just like constantly. And the little girl is like gasping for air like you can see like the shock on her face and this whole time Charmaine is like cracking up and Nick is on the couch and he looks just like like what the hell did she just do and underneath her post she even wrote Nick didn't think this was funny no babies were harmed in the making of this video this post isn't for everyone but some people who aren't so stuck up might find humor in it. My parents did dumb, funny shit to me all the time, and I'm just having fun with family. So that's how she justified what just she was doing in the video. Yeah. Well, the issue is that she got, it was, it was so controversial. Like, people yeah. were pissed yeah. that she did this. Like, how could she do this to her child? Like, they were talking about, like, the baby drowning and all this other <laughs> stuff. Like, it was crazy. Did you see it? I watched the video. I did. And, you know, I get what she's saying. Like, I understand that she feels like people are so quick to judge, but the video is shocking. Like, I don't know. I hadn't, I hadn't seen the challenge yet. So I hadn't seen other people doing it, but as far as I've seen and heard, mostly it's being done to like older kids or like, I saw someone do it to like their grandma, like, you know, people that like, it's, you know, it, it, it was really shocking to see someone do it to like a newborn baby. Exactly. The baby had like no, you know, the baby couldn't like sit up and wipe the water away. (laughs) No control. Yeah, like so. I think that she probably is regretting that. Yeah, yeah, and she just like she's a new mom, and you know, I'll be honest with you. Like when they said that she was pregnant, (laughs) like the first thing that came into my head was, oh my god, like how like seeing the Charmaine on TV. And then, like, knowing that that person's going to become a mom, I was scared for her. I was like, what's going to happen here? So, like, this kind of incident just kind of proved to me (laughs) that she just has, like, a total lack of judgment. Like, as a parent, like, it's just not okay. But she, she apologized eventually, and she said she was sorry for those that she offended. And, you know, at the end of it, she just defended her motherhood. She was like, I'm a good mom. I would never do anything to hurt my baby. And I, since she said that, I think things have kind of, like, fallen, um, yeah. you know, away since that time. But still. I had, I had read somewhere that a lot of people were saying that they thought that she had postpartum. So has she done oh. something else besides, it seemed like there were other things that she had been doing so far as a mom. Um, I don't think so. I, I, I never heard the postpartum thing. I don't, I don't know yeah. for sure. But speaking of postpartum, and I forgot to, to mention this, did you watch the, um, the Insecure finale? Oh my God, girl. Oh my God. I swear to God, they, those episodes are not long enough for me. I'm sorry. Like, I know. 30 minutes doesn't I, cut it. 
I was so blown away. Like there's always some twists with Insecure mm-hmm. and I just, I really, I don't know. What did you think? I really was like, I was really like upset for Lawrence actually in this situation. I really, really? was. I, yeah. Like the whole, I'm just trying to figure out where it's going to go. I like that they put in Amanda Seals character, Tiffany's character about the postpartum thing. I thought that was yeah. fresh and something that deserved attention. Yeah. But as far as yeah. like the whole Issa and Lawrence situation and him with this, this new baby with Condola, yeah. Oh my God. What are they going to do? Like, I, I just kind of, it broke my heart for Issa. Yeah. But it also, I also felt for Lawrence who I friggin' hated for like the last two seasons. Like I hated that guy. See, and I was the opposite. I you loved felt Lawrence? for Lawrence. I loved oh my Lawrence. God. And you know why I loved Lawrence is because his, I really liked the way his character evolved. Like he went from, you know, being the guy on the couch with no job to like, you know, having to pull himself together because like, you know, he, him and Issa broke up. He went through this horrible breakup. He had to pull himself together. He really got his life together. And then he came back around with like a new, fresh perspective of the relationship. And he was able to put, he, I just liked how they made his character grow so much that he was able to put his pride aside and all of those things and say, hey, I really care about Issa. I want to give this another chance. I just liked how they, that he, how he evolved. I agree. I, re- I like the end result, Lawrence. Yeah. The Lawrence yeah. that I didn't like was the middle of the road, Lawrence. So you had the guy Trying who like, himself yes like yeah. in sleeping with everybody and yeah. you know what i mean like doing all this grimy shit that that's was realistic it is it is i and i'm not taking that away from him or the storyline it's just that personally <laughs> it, it got <laughs> under my skin and i was just like yeah. oh you know because i was such a fan of isa yeah. i was such a fan of the relationship and i understand Me too. That he, she messed up she but did. at the same time, I felt like he was like doubling down on it. Like he just yeah. did anything and everything he could to yeah. get back at her until he realized yeah. like, what, like, what is this doing for me? Yeah. You know and he mean? was like, this isn't who I am. And I think he needed that. I think he did, you know, he had his time where he was out doing this or that, but that wasn't, that essentially wasn't him. He, mm-hmm. you know, and I liked that they had him see you know, the longevity that he had with Issa outweighed, you know, the mistake that she made. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's a nice kind of way to show a relationship. It's like, you can't, you, you know, that people make mistakes, but you know, it's, I just liked how they kind of brought them full circle. Mm-hmm. And so I, I felt, I really felt for Lawrence because he was just right there at that time where he had Issa back in his life. She yeah. had him back in her life. And then boom, and some insecure shit just had to come in. Something yeah. had to happen. Yeah. And so I like the fact that they left it off messy like that, right? Cliffhanger. And yep. I think, I think next season, what we're going to see is something that might be surprising to many people who are watching it. I don't think Issa's going to fall in line with it. I think I, I think know. it's going to be a deal breaker for her. I, I think I think she's going to need some time and space. I think he's going to go off to you know San Francisco for his work. I yeah. think he's going to take care of the baby, you know, and, yeah. and, and co-parent with Condola. But yeah. I don't think the dynamic between Lawrence and Issa is going to remain the same. I think it's going to change. I think they might end up growing apart, and I maybe she dabbles with um, with Nathan. 
Yeah, because they did bring Nathan back into the picture, and it seems so, like there's still it seems like there's still some connection, you know, attract connection there. So I mean, I like it because there's a lot of different ways they could go with the story. Mm-hmm. So I like that they kind of left it really open ended as to like what Issa might do, and and you know, I did kind of skip over to the postpartum part. Um, with her friend. And I, I really liked that too. I really liked how, you know, the, the husband was supportive. He was, you know, I just liked how they were, they showed it. It's like, you know, he's like, I, I didn't, it, it, I just felt like it was realistic. It was like, you, you know, know she was? was going through it. it. The transparency of it. Yeah. I think like, cause they, because the, the last episode was also about like the, like the intricacies of friendships. Yes. And yes. they, they really like took it there with that. And I think like even the friendship between Tiffany and the girls, you could see some of the, yes. the dynamics between them. Yeah. But then, but then when they, you know, showed Tiffany like in her natural state, and yeah. not all made up and just I loved it. Yeah. That that right there was I thought was a really good decision. It really was. I really liked I really liked that finale. I think it brought a lot of attention to a lot of the issues that had been going on the whole season. And um and like you said, the focus too on friendships. Like yes. you know, even the last scene of Molly and Issa sitting down together. And like I mean it was it was almost like it was horrible that they both had like bad things happen to them, you know, with Molly breaking up with her boyfriend and then Issa finding out that Condola's pregnant. But it was like it brought them together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was like they just like were like, okay, we need to lean on each other. Yeah, exactly. And and that that was so cool. I don't know. I just whoever the writer is, kudos. Very good job. I hope I'm, they keep I'm going hooked. with it. I hope they keep going with the show because I think it shows you know, black people in a real light, like just an yes. everyday yes. relationships, work, friends, like just day in and day out, you know? Issa's awkwardness is so I love it. It's catchy. Like, it is. Like, I can see parts of myself and some of yes. the awkwardness. <laughs> Me too. Absolutely. <laughs> to have Absolutely. that, you know, be relatable. So, yeah, yes. I'm looking forward to the, to the next season. Yep. So, we'll see what happens. Yes. So, there's been a lot of talk going on with B. Simone. Okay, so yes, B. Simone, remember she always used to be on Nick Cannon's show, Wildin' Out? Yeah, yeah. She's always on there. Well, anyway, she ha- she wrote this book, okay? And the book yeah. is called Baby Girl, Manifest the Life That You Want. Okay. So she goes on to Nick Cannon's radio show, and they're, they're talking about the book and other things that's going on with her. And there's an idea that comes up that Nick should hook her up on a blind date. So... Nick is asking questions about like, what is her preference? You know, all of these other things. And she says that she doesn't want a guy who has a nine to five, that she wants an entrepreneur and someone to match the woman she's basically leveled up to be. So she, I guess the, the explanation behind it was that she's manifesting what she wants and that that's just her preference, like any other person's. And there's nothing wrong with the nine to fiver because she was once one herself, 
but people were really upset with her. When I'm telling you they dragged her ass, like they pulled her, her hair and took her ass across the floor. That's how bad they were dragging her on social media. Damn. And I don't know. I, I, at first, I'm not going to lie. I was like, well, oh, wait a minute. Like, what's wrong with the nine to five? Like, at first, that was my initial reaction. But then I thought about it and I was like, wait a minute. Like, I've been in a position before where I've had my preferences. Like, I like yeah. a guy with a nice ass. I like to see, <laughs> you know, a nice tight ass. Right. You know, I like a guy with eyes that, like, I feel like are piercing. You know, I like yes. a guy that, you know, keeps himself up. Etc. So on and so forth. Everybody knows mine is height. <laughs> um, <laughs> See, I can't. I love like tall, tall guys. guys. <laughs> and when it comes to the money, I don't. I've never been that person that's like, oh my god, like I have to have like a boss out here. Like he has to be, you know, has to own his own business. Like I've never been like that. I've been the yeah. person who wants to know the guy for who he is and. If he's not the the best off financially to begin with, maybe we can grow to get there yeah, together. together. Mm-hmm. So I I kind of understood what she was saying because she she like she said she leveled up she she got to a, a certain place where she knew what she wanted and she was doing better with her life and she was trying to speak things into existence and it happened for her and she wants somebody that's going to be on her level or above. So in some ways, I can understand and respect her preference. What do you think? You know, I, I agree with her. I mean, I don't think there's any, I mean, look, how many times do we have to deal with men saying, I like this and I like that. They're so specific, you know? Oh yeah. If she got and a fat ass, then exactly, you know, that's what it exactly. is. Exactly. And they're not, they're unapologetic when it comes to saying exactly what they look at, exactly what they want. And honestly, I feel like what they, sometimes they want perfection in these women. So like, I am not opposed to her saying, Okay, you know, but I mean, I think what woman doesn't want some level of security, right? It might not be the main focus. It might not even be, you know, on the top of the list. But, you know, every woman wants to feel that security in their partner, especially if you can bring that to the table, too. So I don't think there's anything wrong with her saying that. I really don't. Yeah. Yeah. Well, a lot of people came to her defense. A lot of different celebrities came to her defense and they, you know, they said there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. So at this point, you know, I, I agree. I think more people are letting it go. And just as they're letting it go, some other bullshit happened uh, with her. Girl, she can't right. get out of the mess. I know. So She's she, drowning in tea. She, she really is. She really is. So she, <sighs> there were parts of her book that she admitted, basically, were plagiarized. Right. From, like, different, you know, different um, things. So she gets, she apologizes basically on Instagram and she's like, you know, I have a whole team behind me, you know, but I, you know, they made those mistakes, but I'm taking accountability. This is my thing. This is my face. You know, she, she was trying to explain, you know, how that happened. And she, she made a commitment to people that she was going to fix it. Right. So, that's very commendable. Oh, oh my God. I can't I even think so. The What's the word? Oh my God. Commendable. Commendable to me. So, right. you know, she's, she's handling her business like a businesswoman should. Yeah. You know, you mess up, you take accountability, you fix the problem. I mean, we have politicians out here plagiarizing stuff. So oh, yeah. 
you oh, know, yeah. don't with let, no apology. Don't <laughs> let uh, toupee ass head Donnie go on and right, do a right. And he don't even know what to say. I'm telling or remember, you. Like, or remember Melania's speech was half of oh my Michelle God. Obama's speech. I mean, come on. That's right. I forgot all about that. Oh, so. these people, I can't stand them. <laughs> um, Look, is, she's doing her thing, so she shouldn't let people drag her down. Exactly. She's she's manifesting. Manifesting. <laughs> gonna, I'll like use that. her word. I'll use her word. I'll what's going it. on with um? What's uh, going on with the the uh, Real House of what am I saying? Real Housewives of Atlanta. I can't even. Say yes. It. Speaking of getting dragged down, my favorite show is getting dragged down. So you know, I love Real Housewives of Atlanta, partly because I lived in Atlanta for a long time, and so I like seeing you know some of the places I've been and stuff like that. But also because like all of the characters are crazy, and so it's one of my favorite shows. But they just ended a season not too long ago. Okay. And now there's all these rumors. So apparently Eva, one of the biggest characters, you, do you remember yeah, Eva? From she's top from model. Top Model and everything like that. She's been on the show, the, you know, a central character at this point. She's leaving. She's done. She says, you know, she got what she wanted out of it and she's going to, you know, focus on other things. So okay. that was kind of shocking. And then now there's all these rumors that Nini is getting fired. Oh, she's a headliner. Hasn't she been on she that show like, for like forever? She calls herself the creator, the maker, the everything. She thinks, you know, she she really feels like she is the owner of this show. So for them to be throwing around the idea of firing her, that's crazy. She's like right. a central character who brings a lot of drama. Right. I said so what I, I said. Exactly. So I just don't know. I don't know where my show is going to go with oh. all these central characters leaving. So now I'm you're really gonna have sad. To, you're going to have to watch that new Bachelor. Oh, right. God. Oh, God. Exactly. Oh. That's, that's another one of those trendy, inclusive things to do. Oh, put, on, put on a black bachelor that likes well, white girls. I mean, well, exactly. I have been, you know, I am not afraid to say I have been part of this quote unquote bachelor nation for a little while now. I, you know, I didn't always watch it, but then I got on the bandwagon at some point. And, you know, this, it, this, that is the true definition of just fitting into a trend mm -hmm. because they've been on, I believe they're at something like season 30 or something and they've had one black bachelorette and now this is the first black, black bachelor. Oh, perfect timing. Perfect timing. Right. Mm. So, you know, I don't even Side know. Eye. You know, I'll, of course, watch his season, but you know he, I mean, I, you know he's going to pick a white girl. Come on right. now. Mm -hmm. And I don't know. I'm just not impressed. We I'm need really like not. a black, black bachelor. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, we need... <laughs> That's exactly. We need. And we, and they don't need, they, they, we need to not be afraid to show black love too. Like, yes. uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like they're afraid to have a black bachelor and then have him pick a black woman. Like that well, would be you too much. You know why? You know why? Because it would be they, too much. Their viewers, their audience. Yeah. They're, like, uh, they, they're afraid they're going to lose all their stay at home. Exactly white moms exactly you know. they they know exactly who their audience is yeah. and they're playing to that 
Exactly. And, and they're not willing to lose the money. And they feel like if they put all that blackness on TV, it's going to be too much. Lose the viewers. I yeah. mean, and I, and I learned that when they had, because my, my favorite season was Rachel. She was the first black bachelorette. And she's also my favorite season. And not just because she's black, but she was so raw. I loved her season, you know, and she took a lot on her shoulders being the first you know, black contestant, right? Mm -hmm. So, or not contestant, but black headliner on the show. And so even with them, I saw what they did to her. They gave her the worst black guys. I tell you, they gave her a black guy that said, admitted that he had never dated a black woman before, threw him into the mix. She couldn't pick him because he wasn't even attracted to her. Mm -hmm. They gave her, you know, they gave her this guy that, um, what just left living with his white girlfriend to be on the show and hadn't actually broken up with her. So that implode that exploded onto the show as a drama thing. I mean, they gave her all these black guys that weren't worthy of her. And so she was almost forced to pick outside of her race. And she ended up picking um, a Latin guy, really, you know, really attractive Latin guy. And they're together and they look, they're a beautiful couple. Mm-hmm. But I just was so angry that they didn't give her like quality black men to choose from. They made it seem like there weren't any to choose from. Wow. And I just, I hated that. But I think they were trying to take it in the direction of her picking um, another race. And, and so. I, that's, I, I, would not put that past them. (laughs) I I really would not. I haven't watched the show. I have no intention, you know, watching this next season. It is what it is. But uh, have you heard the new uh, Takashi 6ix9ine and Nicki Minaj song, Trolls? I have. I I like it, actually. (laughs) I'm sorry. I do. I'm sorry. Well, you've always been a fan of 6ix9ine, his crazy ass. He's um, so crazy. Listen, there's a line in the song, which I'm getting ready to play the clip in a second, and it's some drama, it sounds like, between Nicki and Lisa Ray. So here it is. Dollar dollar bill, come get her. Even your man know Nikki's do it better. That was a quick line, but it was her first line out of the gate on this song. And yeah. she was when she said dollar dollar bill, y'all, she's referring referring to Lisa Ray. Or so okay. people think, okay, from Players okay. Club. And she made a reference in this line to Lisa Ray when there was all that drama with her and Nikki Murphy, remember? Yes. Nikki Murphy had messed with uh, Lisa Ray's ex-husband, ex-husband at the time. And Mm -hmm. uh, we did one of our first episodes actually on that. And um, so Lisa, you know, gets wind of this. (laughs) And um, it was like her reaction was amazing because she was looks like super unbothered. (laughs) She was like, you know, it surprised me, she said, but, um, you know, it it makes her relevant. You know, it makes the film relevant. Um, you know, she said that, you know, Nikki had to do what she had to do. Like that was her business. And, um, she was like, I just wanted to get paid off of it. (laughs) Where are my residuals? Can she get a royalty? That's funny. I love it. Yes. So there was some, there was some back and forth with that. I think Nikki even, um, mentioned something about um usher in there too but i can't remember that line in there um Uh. i i did some digging and i guess a while back lisa ray had made a few comments about nikki not paying homage to people who came before her and lisa 
I guess, clarified some of those comments many times saying that there was no shade. She gave her her props even after she learned that um, Nikki had, in fact, paid homage to um, others that came before her. So there was a little bit of, uh, you know, back and forth stuff, I think. And I'm wondering if maybe that messiness led to you know, mm. her getting back at her per se in this song. Yeah. Yes. So I don't know. It's like a little cat bite. <laughs> little cat bite. That's interesting. It's like she like it's like she's turning to Kanye West when he was dissing Taylor Swift on his songs. <laughs> yes. Very interesting. We'll have to see how this plays out. Yeah, I think I think it's gonna I think it's over. I think I think Lisa addressed it. She's she's yeah. past it even though she's being interviewed about it a million times. And yeah. Nikki's just like whatever. Like it's a song. It's yeah. <laughs> it is what it is. Moving yeah. on. <laughs> That's so, funny. Yeah. I love it. So I hear that there's like a bunch of really fucked up guys that can't get it together. Yes, I I have one for you today. So one of the another show I, you know, have as a guilty pleasure is Empire. And Hakeem, one of the characters on Empire, his real name is Brashear Gray. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, like his name, it's interesting, Brashear. Anyway, Brashear Gray uh, has some tea on him lately, and you know, Empire's over now. They are done filming it. They're, you know, it's it's done. Um, so, you know, he's moved on to other projects, but he allegedly just got married and is already cheating on his brand new wife Mm. so apparently this woman states that he reached out to her in her dms and said you know who he was said he was from empire yada yada and she at first thought she was getting catfished or a joke or something like that but then he proceeded to facetime her and so she could see that this was the guy Oh, so shit. He, yeah, so he actually asked her over to his place, and she agreed to go and meet him. So she goes and meets him, goes into his place. She's, the funny part about it was she says it's filthy. She said there were dirty tampons in the garbage and on the Stop. floor. Stop. Yeah, she said it was filthy. She said that he told her that he had a child, but that he was single. And uh, she said, "What that does they, that have to do with the filth?" Uh, like, I know, gross, nasty. right? Gross. <laughs> so I don't know what she was expecting, but she was shocked by that. So he's been in—he's been in the media uh, for this, and you know, it, it's interesting to me that she didn't think, "Oh, gee, maybe he doesn't live alone. There's tampons everywhere." But okay, so I'll get—you know, whatever. But yeah, so she's claiming that he. Um, and and since then he's met up with her other times as well. So I don't know. Oh my gosh. So we haven't heard from the wife then. We haven't heard from the wife or actually we have not heard from Brashear either. I don't believe yet as of yet. Okay. But this lady claims she's got all the receipts, you know, messages well, I want to see forth. them. I want to see the receipts. <laughs> yeah, she says she's got them all. Messages back and forth, this and that. So, you know, she's not joking around. She's pretty, you know, she's saying this This happened. So Damn. Yeah. But I came fucked up. <laughs> I know. It's crazy. I don't know what's with these men. Like, they just can't. They just can't. They can't get it together. 
they can't get it together. I don't know if it's like the fame or like it's just too much, but it's like they just can't seem to to stay in line and stay mm. faithful. And that's just one of them. I have I have another one too. Oh, who's who's your next who's your next fuck up? <laughs> right? I wish I I wish I didn't have so many. <laughs> um but Marcus Houston. Oh, oh wait, wait. Wait, remember that song um Favorite Girl? I'm getting ready yes. to play it. I have to play it. I have to play it because it was one of my favorite songs back in the day. Hold on one second. I'm playing it. <laughs> you're, you're my favorite girl. Baby, you're the only one. I wanna give you the world. Yeah. You're, you're my favorite girl. Really, really got it going on. Everything that a mega Remember Stacy Dash was in that video? favorite girl yes oh god her uncle tom ass i can't oh, I know. stand stacy dash but yeah she was in that video and marcus was that was one of my favorite songs by marcus houston but i heard he's like on some like grimy shit yes so he he is he has a fiance and I think they've been engaged for a little while now because I remember when he actually had, um, you know, came out and said that he was getting married. But his fiance is 19. And how old is he? And he's 38. <laughs> okay. So Why? apparently he is getting a ton of backlash because apparently she ran away from home at 15 and somehow, you know, fell into, you know, the entourage of Marcus Houston at that point when she was 15. And miraculously, a couple, it, they literally said a couple days after her 18th birthday, her and Marcus came out as a couple. So mm, getting wait a, a minute. ton. Yeah, exactly. That doesn't add up. So he was probably messing around with her while she was underage. Exactly. And so he's getting a ton of backlash because, you know, from he knew her from 15 and then suddenly they come out as soon as she turns 18 and to says, oh, they're in a relationship. And then, it's, and then, you know, now they're engaged and she's just 19. So That's he's getting crazy. a lot of backlash. And, you know, another famous family that covered that up was the Kardashians. Because remember, Tyga mm-hmm. was dating um, Kylie. Kylie. And she, they came out when Kylie turned 18. Mm-hmm. But everybody knows that Tyga and Kylie were hanging out before she was 18. Right. So it's just, you know, it's very interesting to me. Like, yeah. I don't know why these older men... <laughs> want to risk that like that yeah and i mean so that's like disgusting and but i i also question like the major age difference like what is a 38 year old man going with a 19 year old what is he going to get from a 19 year old like i remember when i was 19 and I couldn't offer nobody shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm going to be real. Like, when you're 19, you are not fully developed. I don't mean physically. Mentally, you are not developed. Yeah, you... 
you you just don't have the wisdom you don't have the experience you you just you haven't lived that long enough to, to right. be ready for that and so you're 19 you're you're getting married and you're getting married to a 38 year old man right like did she think about that shit I don't understand but, like you know to me though it's like even more so the guy like it is I agree I feel like there's something like there's something mentally wrong there like yeah. they have there's some sort of trauma maybe from childhood like cuz you know it comes out a lot of times that people that are kind of in these really ridiculous kind of age gap relationship things like that there's like molestation in their childhood there's mm-hmm. something there you know that they haven't tackled so there's something with him that makes him a day damn near 40 year old man Mm -hmm. makes him want to be with a young child like that is definitely something not right there and to further your point she there's something off with her too which is maybe why they have that chemical attraction why they have that attraction you know she's young she's she's a runaway And that's true. That's very true. But she's still young. And I feel like it's got to be more on the man because yes, she has something going on there too, but she's still young. And I think when you're young like that, you have your, your decision-making isn't right yet. You haven't had Mm -hmm. to make, you know, you hadn't had to live and learn yet. So it should be totally on these older guys to be like, okay, you know, this is not right. Mm Mm-hmm. So it's very interesting to me how like a lot of these um, a lot of these men kind of get with these really young women. I just feel like there's got to be something in their past and yeah. something yeah. going on there. So I don't know what would happen. I don't know if there's any legal thing that could happen at this point. I don't think so. I know he I came don't think out. So either. He came out on Instagram and he said, "I'm just going to address it. Like, even though there's a lot of shit going on in the world, I'm going to address yeah. it. And I'm telling you right now, it's not true. Like, believe what you want." But it's yeah. not true. But it's hard to not believe. It's really hard to believe that. Now he had his fingers in the in the pot. Like he he did. Yeah. And I, I I can't just knowing like the the facts of how things went down. Even though he gave us a nice little timeline, yeah. I still believe that him and her were messing around prior to yeah her turning at eighteen. And you know, these celebrities, they have like an entourage of people around them that like, you know, enable them really, you know, that'll keep their secret, that'll do, you know. What about that Chris Stokes guy? Wasn't he part of that whole thing? Remember there was a thing with the B2K guy that said he was molested by Chris Stokes? Oh, yes. Yeah. Apparently this girl is somehow connected to Chris Stokes. I think Marcus Houston said he's like a daughter to her, to him. Yes, I did see that. There's some nastiness in that as well. There's a lot more going on with that. Yes. Yes, it was, it was, um... It was Raz B. That's who Raz it was. B. Yeah, Raz yes. B. Said that he was molested, and you know, I think, I think more, I think some of the other ones might have been too. They just probably didn't come out and say it, but Raz yeah. B. Did. Mm-hmm. So there's, so I don't know, know. Some, it's some funkiness going on there. Wow, it's some funkiness. Yeah. So I don't well, know what's going on. I have another fuck up. <laughs> there's another one. The list goes on. <laughs> Three's a charm, right? Yes. So <laughs> to add more, more fuel to the fire, I have Lil Wayne now. Oh, so his... recently, yeah. So Ugh. recently Lil Wayne had gotten engaged. Um, 
And he had kind of been getting some praise, actually, because they were like, oh, little Wayne is settling down. You know, who would have thought? Blah, 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 mm-hmm. blah. Well, he's already broken off with the fiance and already on to the next. So that was short lived. And and the new person looks just like the old person. I'm like, I yeah. just don't get it. They're both BBW and they're both models. Yeah, yeah. They're both larger women, yeah. white and models. Yeah. And I just I don't know. And they're saying, you know, they're saying that there's some rumors there that there's a bit of overlap. So I don't know mm-hmm. how that works, but you I- know I'm I think the one is not white. She, the one he's with now is like mixed with something. But nevertheless, so. they, they're both the same, you know, they're in the same career world. But, uh, you know, here's they the bigger similar. question. The bigger question is, why the fuck would anybody want to date somebody that looks like a tarantula? I don't... Because uh, he's got I, money. I, I mean, yeah, maybe that is the case, but it ain't enough money in the world, honey, because I can't wake up to that face. I, you know, I just can't. I mean, when, when he was younger and he was in cash money and he had the, the braids and all that, maybe, but now, no. absolutely not. It's a no for me. It's a it no. was all... It, just, it was such a no for me. I mean, I just never saw the appeal in Little Wayne. I really didn't. So, I, no, I don't no. know. You know, just whatever. They take him. <laughs> I don't care how many times he switches yep. up girlfriends. Take him. I don't. That's mm. okay. Good luck there. Good luck there. Good luck there. We wish you lots of luck, Lil Wayne, but just not with us. <laughs> yeah. And speaking of relationships, um, again, Nick Cannon. Um, he has a lot going on. So here's the, here's the rumor. So Jessica White is a model and I actually think she's from Buffalo. Oh, she's been putting up, um, that she, she dated him before, first of all, Nick Cannon and her social media posts are starting to, allude to the fact that they are back together like she's okay. like they're super in love she's always going to be there for him it's very lovey-dovey shit you know implying that they're together well the bomb drops when the current baby mother of mccannon Brittany bell is now pregnant with their second child Right, because that's who I thought he was with. I can't keep up. Yeah, so I don't know for sure, but they have a son, Golden, together. And, you know, Jessica seems like she's just, okay, we're going we're gonna to work it out and, you know, be a blended family while, while Nick's over here being a total gigolo. Hmm. I did like that song. I'm a grown man, I be 2K. If I need a girlfriend, it won't be today. Nah, I'm not trying to be your man. Pit bones in my body. Rock them, body hot. Rock them like Lottie Dottie. Me and Kale's on the cottage. Wanna see you drop it, shout it. Ooh, wee. Trying to lead the club. I'm a And I should have given a disclaimer before I drop that. I don't okay. support R. Kelly. <laughs> Me neither. But we did Sorry. say, we did say last season, it's, it's like a one time per month pass. Right. So, we get a little bit of pass there. So, so that's the, the last you'll hear of him for a while. But yeah, remember that song? So I, I did. I love that song. I have no idea the truth behind this gossip, but I'm going to follow the tea and I'm going to continue to sip that shit until I find well, out. I don't know. Truth. <laughs> I don't know what um, Nick Cannon has going on, but these women adore him. 
Yeah. I mean, Mariah, Mariah Carey won't say one bad word about him. No. His, all his exes adore him. His, I mean, he, like, they, I haven't, I have never heard anything bad about Nick Cannon. I haven't either. They, they all adore him. So he's, well, he does, he, he does something to these women. I don't know what it is. We'll be one big happy family. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> in spirit of uh, Father's Day, um, Blueface who I cannot stand as an artist. Um, <laughs> he, he has a little boy. Little boy probably can't be any more than, oh my gosh, three, maybe four years old, maybe like four. I don't know the baby's name, but anyway, he does spend time with his son, but he, he's always putting up these Instagram videos that are so inappropriate with him and his son. And for example, like they'll be in the car and some girl will be walking by and he'll be like cat calling the girl and he'll be like, should I, you know, should I, should I talk to this freak? You know, like, should I, should I holla at this hoe? Like he, he's using this type of language around his son. And the worst part is his son is picking it up. So he's just repeating everything inappropriate that his father is saying in these situations. Oh I, I don't know, you know, what that's going to lead to, but I don't know why he thought that that was something that he, he should be doing. It's, it's really, really terrible. Have you seen any of the videos? Yes. And it is just, it, it's wrong on so many levels. It just goes to show that not everyone should be a parent. Right. They what really example, shouldn't. What example is he setting for his son? Like what example? I don't understand. Your whole job as a parent is to put out the best human being you can into the world and do the best you can and, you know, raise future leaders, perhaps, you know, and it's just makes me really sad when I see stuff like that. Cause you know, that kid is going to be just like him. Like, oh yeah. And his, like all of his other ridiculous, like I know he's young and all, and he's a rapper and he's got money and all this other stuff, but like Mm. his videos on IG are just ridiculous. Like he has girls like basically half naked in his house, like doing all of this stuff and like amping them on, like fighting, like, like just craziness. Like, you know, they're drinking, they're, they're literally fighting each other in his house and he's just laughing and, and having a, a whole good time with it. I don't right. understand. Like, I don't know if it's an age thing or what, but like somebody who's got that mentality, who has this child, like you, like they need to, he needs to get it together and quickly yeah. and quickly before somebody reports his ass to CPS. Cause I'm about two seconds away from his ass. <laughs> it's upsetting though. It really know. is. I'm seriously going to be like, like we need, like we need one more, you know, fuck boy guy out in the world. That's right. all that's going to happen is because he's going to grow up. He's going to hear all this stuff from his dad. He's going to be just like his dad. Yep. And that's, we're going to, we're going right. to repeat the cycle. Yep. So, so I don't know. Whatever. I'm over it. I'm going to say it for him. <laughs> Um, okay, so our messy minute scenario of the day. It's juicy, okay? Okay. okay. ready. Here's our messy minute. So okay. you and your man have been saving up for your dream vacation to Bora Bora. You and your man are pretty serious, but the only problem is you and his mom don't really get along. Recently, you've made it a point to try to build a relationship with her because you know you'll be in each other's lives. 
and it's important to him. To your surprise, she confides in you and says she has fallen on hard times and needs to borrow $700. She's too embarrassed to ask her son and doesn't ever want him to know about it. Reluctantly, you give her your vacation savings. She promises to pay you back ASAP. In the meantime, Bay calls you and tells you he found a great deal and needs to buy the tickets today. You obviously don't have the money, but can't miss out on the deal. So you ask your boyfriend's mom for the cash, but she tells you she needs more time to pay you back. What's your next move? Uh. <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> I don't know what my next move would be. Like, I... I you have to tell your boyfriend. You have to. Right? I think so, yeah. Something at that point, like, it got too deep. Like, you you have to be able to come clean and be like, yeah. well, you're like the, mom, like, the mom crossed the line when she couldn't pay up the money. Well, she really oh. crossed the line when she asked for the money. Right. But, but then you're not going to pay me? Like I'm ter- I'm terrible though. I would have gotten right off that phone and been like, "Your mom just asked me for money." <laughs> I would have been. I would have been able. I can't keep a secret like that. I would have told him right when we got off the phone. Right. Your mom just asked me for seven hundred dollars. Yeah, I would have been like, "Your mom just asked me for money." <laughs> but yeah, you gotta you gotta tell him first of right. all. And that's a lot of money. I wouldn't even have that to even no. hand over to somebody. And then what are you, out of a vacation because of your mother-in-law man or whoever? No, Get I'm not here. missing out on vacation. I'm going to Bora Bora, damn it. Vacation. <laughs> so he needs to get his mother all the way together. All the way. All the way. <laughs> and we're going on vacation. And I'm not playing around. Yes. I'm really not. <laughs> exactly. We're going to get that money one way or another. Right. Exactly. So that's our messy minute scenario of the day. We, um, we want to hear more from you guys. So remember, send your messy minute stories to messyafpodcast.yahoo.com yes. or just visit us on our Facebook page, Messy AF Podcast, and you can send us a message on there as well. Um, we really want you guys to join us. We would love for you guys to be on the podcast. If you have something juicy to talk about, if you have tea to spill, so please make sure that you reach out to us for that as well. As always, we appreciate you guys listening and subscribing and we will catch you guys next time. Next time. All right. Enjoy (laughs) the weekend. Yes. We'll talk to you guys later. Bye. Bye.